Seltzer Kings Podcasts. What the hell are you thinking is the show that talks about everything you thought you knew? I mean, well, not everything. We, we don't do math. But the kind of things that make the world the way it is today. Confusing, annoying, contradictory, and often extremely stupid. Join host Dave Bledsoe as he explores the past 50 years or so and explains how dumb things were then and why they're even dumber now because those things happen. You can listen every Monday morning at whatthehellpodcast.com or on your favorite podcast app. Can you fix them? Crack a government encryption code on my laptop. Easy is really difficult. Why? You're not exactly the whiz these days either. God, I'm never going to get paid. I am a whiz. Well, she is a whiz. Ever a whiz there was. I, I just need some time. No, I just heard you weren't... Your mate said you weren't playing with computers so much. Into the new thing. What new thing? You know, you two. The whole wicker thing. They, they were talking about that? Can we get back to business here? I've got a deal at stake. What did they say? Talking about, you know, it's a phase. You'll get over it. What? Who said that? Was it Buffy? Because you know what she means. No, she was defending you. Because Xander said you were just being trendy. Trendy? I don't know what they were going on about. Person wants to be a witch, that's their business. Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time, giving our review, our reactions. We are your hosts. I am Joe Welke. I am Vance Tucker. Ooh, it's a special last name episode, everybody. Today we're talking about Season 4, Episode 20, The Yoko Factor. Directed by David Grossman, written by Douglas Petrie, Original air date, May 9th, 2000, to an audience of 4.55 million people. And uh, this one, uh, our predictions were kind. I would say both of us are 25% right. Uh, we picked the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we picked, I think Vance's prediction was about how Tara is going to be tearing the group apart. And there's a little bit of that. My mm, prediction was really. how... My prediction was how Buffy was tearing the initiative apart, and they actually like kind of make reference mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. I'll give myself 25%. Yeah, I won't give myself anything for Tara. She um, doesn't do okay. anything. I think that, you know, she... she Willows. It, that's like saying if you were somewhere and someone blames something on you, it's your fault, and you don't do anything. <laughs> like, no. Okay, all right. I was, I'm giving, I'll give yeah. you 10. No, I don't want 10. any. I don't want any. I did not expect Spike to be the quote unquote the Yoko. Yoko. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. But it's uh I like this episode. I don't know if I do. I mean it's I like, fine. See, it's I like episodes where but... people I like episodes where people are like backstabbing each other and like there's a bunch of mischief about. Like my favorite episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is Mac Bangs Dennis's mom. It's such a well written episode. It's so good. Yeah. The plotting the turns the twists the payoffs that's so good incredible um and that kind of has the same kind of backstabby everybody plotting against each other Mm -hmm. uh 
and this kind of has a little bit of that. I wouldn't say it's as good as that episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but I liked it. I think this one, the first couple things are too convenient. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, Xander actually makes more of a more like really Buffy. Buffy's weird in this episode, man. She's <laughs> she she's not great in this one. Um, but yeah, Xander says something that sets off Riley, and then that plays a major part in the breakup stuff. But yeah. it's not like Spike. Spike had nothing to do with that. Yeah, and then Spike's true. other stuff is like the way he sets off Giles. We'll get into it, but the way he sets off Giles is like way too easy yeah like once he yeah. gets to willow it's fun but the way he sets off xander and giles it's like really that's all it yeah. took and that yeah. was your plan it's yeah. a ri- ri- we'll we'll yeah. get into it in the episode but before we get into the episode everybody we have a sh- 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 shout out to get to uh i got one of those rare but also very appreciated Spotify shout outs from Maddie Sousey. Thank you so much for your five-star Spotify review. And remember, if you want to get a shout out, what you got to do is Apple podcast rate and review or give a five-star review on Spotify and screenshot it, send it to my DMs at Joe Welke and you'll get that fucking glorious, legendary shout out and also we have an announcement we as a part of boys watching movies on our patreon exclusive podcast boys watching movies we will be reviewing cocaine bear yes we will (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so yeah, give it a listen. Give it yeah. a listen. That's patreon.com backslash boys watching Buffy, where we do boys watching Angel as well as boys watching movies. And uh, it's a good time, man. We talk about yeah. Cocaine Bear for a long, long time. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we really get nitpicky on Cocaine Bear. But if you've seen Cocaine Bear, I think you'll get it. <laughs> yeah, you you understand. Yeah, it's uh, it lives up to its name. That's what I'll say. Absolutely, it does. <laughs> Um, and of course, join our discord. That link is in the show notes, but now with all that out of the way, do we have anything else to announce at the top here, Vance? Uh, also join our Patreon. If you want to watch angel, which seems like something you have to watch to understand this episode. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't expecting a follow up. (laughs) No, I was not. And I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I get why I get kind of why they did it a little bit, but then that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. So, shall we get into the episode here, the Yoko Factor? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, we have a recap at the beginning of the episode of Riley breaking out of the initiative prison, being labeled a traitor and everything. Uh, Adam and Spike are plotting to take down the Scooby gang. Uh, Tara and Willow, they're now in a relationship officially, it seems. And uh, a little bit of recap from the angel series where there was a bit of a uh kerfuffle to say the least between angel and buffy regarding how angel is handling faith's situation uh because faith came to la and angel took it upon himself that he was going to like rehabilitate her and all that jazz if you want to listen to more of that boys watching angels um but now we get into the actual episode where Colonel McNamara is talking to some higher up 
military guy about, you know, morale is really low at the initiative, guys, and their people are uh, being unruly, and we've, we're almost at max capacity for all these hostels. Uh, things are getting kind of crazy over here. And then the higher-up guy is like, well, what about Riley, though? Is Riley cool? What's up with Riley? <laughs> and the colonel's like, who gives a shit about Riley, dude? We got bigger problems. <laughs> it's like, a, I don't think he was what you guys thought he was going to be. The problem is he thinks too much. And the mm -hmm. military wants people not to think. They want followers. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think Riley thought too much. <laughs> he no, he definitely didn't. He didn't strike me He's too much of a thinker. <laughs> But the, the higher-ups are pissed because they want Riley back because they've invested milk. And then the colonel cuts him off before we can figure out exactly what they've invested in him. And he's like, oh, we don't give a fuck about Riley. He's like, well, we've invested a lot of stuff in into this Riley guy. I hope he's a Ted robot. Oh, that'd be so dope. Yeah. Buffy's in love with a robot now. And then Willow looks at her like, it happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, remember when I was in love with a robot and everybody judged me. <laughs> remember when your mom was in love with a robot and everybody judged her. Shoes on the other foot now, Buffster. <laughs> the finale is just Buffy walking and contemplating for 60 minutes. Yes. Yeah. It's just uh, her being like, Riley, you want to get in the pool? And Riley's like, no. <laughs> Come to think of it, I've never seen him drink water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that's where we're at with the initiative fella, uh, Colonel McNamara. They, uh, and the higher-ups want Riley back. So now we have a scene of Spike explaining to Adam who Buffy is, why she's so dangerous, and why she uh, he should beware of her. And Adam's like, huh, I'm not worried about Buffy. I'm not worried at all. And Spike's like, she's got a she's got a history of you know fucking over all kinds of evil plans and adam's like well i don't care about her and uh then we get the intro song and then we come back and spike is punching a dart baby he's smoking that's how you know he's bad baby uh <laughs> and he's talking to adam about how he's killed two slayers in the past and adam's like well how come you haven't killed buffy <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a look of like Oh, I kind of like her or something there. Yeah, he's like, I mean, I guess I could, but like, but I feel like she's different. I feel like he has actively tried. No, he's 100% actively tried. And like recently, it's not like, it's not like we ever see him go after her and then pull back. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I do love that he calls Adam Mr. Bits. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, and then Adam gives him a lecture about how he knows that Spike is feeling incomplete and and emasculated and neutered because he's got the chip in his head and and he wants to set him free and he wants to unleash all the fury that he knows that he's capable of. And Spike's like, holy crap. Yeah, you know exactly how I feel, man. You're like Tony Robbins. But, but like if Tony Robbins was a big giant Frankenstein monster and then Adam looks at him like, hey, man, that kind of hurt my feelings. And he's like, uh, you're like Tony Robbins. <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, oh, my God, he definitely, he definitely sounds like Tony Robbins, too. Like, yeah. the voice they're using. Yeah. Yeah, and he's giving Spike this huge, long pep talk about, like, I can set you free. Yeah. The truth, like, all this stuff. And 
And then Spike is like, well, it would be one thing if like it was just us against Buffy. But, you know, it's not just us against Buffy. It's Buffy and all of her friends. And Adam's like, friends? <laughs> and Spike's like, yeah, she's got a whole like little Scooby-Doo gang with her all the time. And they're always plotting with her. And they make things a lot harder than you'd think. And then Adam's like, well, why don't we just fucking kill her friends? And Spike's like, that's a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'll, t- I'll take care of that. Yeah, why don't they just kill him? <laughs> yeah, I, they're going through this whole rigmarole of like turning them all against each other, yeah. like they're Captain America Civil War. But yeah, and they keep like alluding just, to their plan of like when it all goes down, we don't want her to be there. And he's like, I want her to be there and counting on it. But like, we don't know what the plan is yet. No, and we also, I mean, if Adam isolated Xander. Anya, Willow, Tara, Giles. If he got them, like, one-on-one, Adam's just going to murk them. Mm-hmm. Like, why not lure them out and be Spike be like, hey, Buffy told you to come to the dank forest. Adam, and then Willow. Adam has already beat up Buffy. Yeah. Like, it's I, not a problem. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it either, man. They really fucked up this whole Adam situation, I feel like. Um... But anyway, so then we go to Buffy, who is returning to her dorm uh, after going to L.A. to see Angel, uh, which we talk about in Boys Watching Angel, patreon.com backslash Boys Watching Buffy. (laughs) (laughs) She goes and she sees that Willow is not at her dorm. Her her bed's all nice and neat and sheets are still tucked in. So Buffy's like, oh, Willow must be at Tara's. Oh, I'm going to go lay down for a little bit and look sad. Where did she think Willow was all the other times that she wasn't there? <laughs> Studying spells at the library all, all night right, long, Vance. Oh, remember? Yeah. That's what she was doing. Mm-hmm. But uh, so then we go to Riley in the dank, rundown, blown up high school. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. And Xander's there and he's giving him some clothes while he's doing laundry. And Xander gives him some giant, like, what are they called? Like Zubaz? Those like pants? Par- like almost parachute pants? <laughs> yeah, but they're like, like snakeskin looking or something. I or? thought he had given him a shirt when he had That's what I thought. It. I was like, oh, this one of the shirts, like the one that uh, Spike puts on when he, yeah. when he like hates himself. And that would have been awesome to see Riley on like a Hawaiian shirt like Xander. Yeah, so it's not that. It's these weird pants we see later. But I'm looking at what Xander's wearing in this scene, and he's dressed somewhat normally. Not as flashy. So why did he give... Exactly, dude. Like, Xander's got a bunch of normal people clothes. Why did he give him, like, these <laughs> stupid pants? I don't know. Is he just trying to, like, embarrass Ryan? Yeah, I was like, are they beefing? <laughs> they have or, like, give him, just, give him just some sweatpants give or something. Give him a pair like of jeans. Well, if, it, if it's, like, I'm concerned that they might not fit Riley, like, yeah. we're not the same size, sweatpants. Not these gigantic fucking... Dude, what he needed was one. Also, I guess you can't go to his place and get him. Even though you probably mm-hmm. could just walk in there and be like, "Hey guys, you know." I'm- Even though you could, because <laughs> as we see later in this episode, there's no problems with Riley walking around, and no problem with like the Scoobies who all broke in, not mm-hmm. afraid of the government. They're like, "Well, you punched the guy, so you're crazy." But I held him at stake point, <laughs> yeah. so I'm fine. 
I had a crossbow to the colonel of the army's head. I'm good to lay asleep in my dorm oh, yeah. where everybody knows I live. And this is the group that tried to kill me. Maggie Walsh tried to kill me because I was just like annoying. Yeah, I, kept, <laughs> I had some questions. I asked like six questions. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's like, oh, well, we'll let all these people go. Yeah. <sighs> just yeah, I'm starting to fall apart, man. Starting to fall yeah. apart. So anyway, uh, Riley and Xander start talking about, like, you know, uh, we're just waiting for Buffy to come back because uh, she went to L.A. to hang out with Angel. And Xander is like, yo, so you know about Angel then? And Riley's like, yeah, Buffy told me about Angel. And Xander's like, what did she tell you about Angel? And Riley's like, well, just, you know, he was, like, helping her and and they, you know, dated for a little bit. And then he turned bad and then... He left after he got turned back good because he thought it was too dangerous and he had stuff to do elsewhere. And Xander's like, oh, okay, so I'm glad that you know everything. You know, you know everything about how what makes Angel turn bad. And Riley's like, I mean, I guess. And Xander's like, yeah, you know he turns bad when he gets it in with fucking Buffy. You know what I'm saying? And Riley's like, wait, 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 wait. What? Angel? Had sex with Ry- with 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 uh, Buffy, and then Riley looks all sad, and he's all sunken down, and he's like, "I can't believe my girlfriend had sex with a vampire." And then Xander's like, "I mean, I mean, I'm sure you're just as good as a two hundred and something year old vampire." And then Riley's worried that Buffy went to L.A. to fuck Angel. Now, this is where I wrote in my note: Buffy is the worst. <laughs> and I'm so confused about what happened the the last episode and this the trip between. So you mean to tell me at the end of last episode when she's like, mm-hmm. I gotta tell you about Angel and I'm gonna tell you some stuff that you're not gonna like. Mm-hmm. What did she tell him <laughs> that he got pissed off about? I guess that they just dated. That she dated that she dated was, a vampire. That's all she said. And, and he didn't. Then he- he didn't. turned bad in some mysterious circumstances. And she left out that part that she had sex with him. Why? Yeah, I mean, I don't... Yeah, I like, mean, I don't what, know. So that's what I don't get. Like, what is... Riley, when when uh, Xander shows up, Riley's, like, a little disappointed and, like, not happy about this whole Angel situation, right? Mm-hmm. What is he mad about if she didn't tell him that she slept with him? Because in the last episode, what she does not know... At that point, when she starts talking to him, that Faith is in um, Sunnydale or is yeah. in Los Angeles. It's, it's not like she goes, hey, I just got a call from Giles. And I don't remember this happening this way. First, he's like, hey, you're right. I was wrong to be a bigot to werewolves. And then she's like, yeah. oh, now, green light, I could tell you about me having sex with a, a demon, right? <laughs> like, that's yeah. what it led to. Not like, hey, I got to go to L.A. and I'm going to have to leave you. And I got to go see this guy, Angel. And I have to tell you about him so you don't get worked. Like, that wasn't what it was about. It was literally like, hey, I'm going to reveal that I had sex with Angel and I have a demon boyfriend in the past. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, he shouldn't even be, like, that freaked out if she just said, hey, yeah, I dated a vampire. He turned me and he killed a bunch of people. Um, and he left. And you'd be like, that's weird. But okay, <laughs> like, yeah, like it wouldn't. Be I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't know what Riley would be so upset about. Yeah, and also, even if he, even if Buffy did tell him that she had sex with him, 
why is he still so upset anyway? Is he like, oh, she's, I thought that she was, yeah. I was her first or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, because like, he already know about Parker. Like, it's fine. Yeah. He knows she has sex. Um, And then it's like when Xander spills the beans, right? Mm-hmm. Then he's upset. Now he has a reason to be upset with Buffy because she told him everything, but not everything. Yeah, not the trigger. Not the trigger, or just not that she had sex with him. Or I would have thought that he would have assumed that she had sex. Yeah, that's what that that's what I was thinking. I was like, he should have assumed that they had sex but they th- dated. Then for I'm a just while. really confused what Buffy even brought up Angel for anyway. Well, I also am like, it's not a big deal for Buffy to say that she had sex with with Angel. Like if it wasn't for that being the trigger for why he turned bad. But it's also like she, I feel like she didn't really need to tell Riley that. But then also, why wouldn't she? Like, I just... Why even go into that, hey, I got something to tell you, and it's going to be really bad. This vampire killed some people that you've never heard of before. <laughs> <laughs> like, like <laughs> I'm sitting in the burnt-down school that, <laughs> that is on top of a hellmouth that the demon yeah. mayor did. Like, we're yeah. way past, like... <laughs> you see that room over there? Yeah. That's where uh, he snapped the neck of Giles' ex-girlfriend. Uh, hey, you know that guy Spike that we hang out with sometimes? Uh, this room is where he tried to kill me. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, it just seemed like last episode made it seem like she had told him yes. about the whole detail. And I mean, even in the opening of this scene, it yeah. makes it seem like Riley's, he knows everything. Yeah, otherwise you just can't be that sad. Like, yeah, I just don't. It's and, like Riley's upset that she's dated somebody before. And I, and then I'm also like, okay, so she's leaving to go to L.A. because Faith has been spotted there. Mm-hmm. Faith, one of the most dangerous people in the whole universe. <laughs> yeah. And Riley, who is on the run, decides, I guess I can't leave yeah, I can't. <laughs> and go help you. <laughs> and, and she- I'll stay here without you, who is super mega powerful who could protect me from the initiative i'll stay in this rundown shitty high school like a hobo like i need to hear that conversation where he was like trying to go and she was like no 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 my boyfriend's there like she told him that he's there like she's going for that reason maybe he's a little upset because she's going to her ex-boyfriend and that's sure he's there because he doesn't like her there but well it also would seem like it's in riley's character to be like i'm going with you because i it's like this episode plays up riley not trusting by uh, buffy for whatever reason like for as <laughs> protective part which she says the part where she's like have i ever given you a reason not to trust me and dude i wrote I, down she's given him he's... one million reasons not to trust and what she does right after that <laughs> yeah. i lost it dude the thing she says right after that is so good dude in uh, my notes i wrote she's given him one million reasons not to trust her so many and um it's like, but, i don't feel it's a little clunky too how Xander like spills the beans too. Yeah, it's not creme brulee that makes him happy. It's like how how long are you gonna like tease it? You, yeah, you think she he knows? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I man. just thought it was weird that Buffy didn't tell him that she had slept with them or that he didn't. Like I'm surprised. I'm just surprised that this news is news at this mm-hmm. point. I thought she would have told him everything. Yeah, and. Yeah, again, like, I just feel like the news that they did have sex shouldn't have been so shocking to Riley. Like, oh, this is devastating news. But also, like, to your point, 
it does seem like it would be in Riley's character be like, I'm going to L.A. Yeah. with you. And she would absolutely go, no, you can't. I can't yeah. risk it, blah, blah, blah. But everyone seems like super chill that Buffy is going to fight the person that switched bodies with her last time they fought. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, yeah, Buffy's uh, in L.A. She'll be back soon. Maybe we should yeah. see if she's back. I'm like, what? <laughs> Remember the last time they got together? together? They fucking beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. Yeah. One was a coma. One led to like a year-long coma. The other time, body switch. Yeah, body switch and rape. Yeah. So, sure. And and Buffy getting locked up and almost killed by the Watcher guys. Yeah, and then Buffy comes back and he's not even going to be like, hey, here's our code word to know that your body didn't switch. (laughs) Right? Like, seriously, she just, you just had this happen. Yeah, it's a, not a well thought out plan by anyone involved. This is a part where I was just like, I, I'm, I'm falling apart and I'm not sure what's happening now. Yeah. Well, if there were any more confusion, we have uh, now Giles playing guitar, an extended musical sequence with Giles just like playing guitar. I, I guess like the writers discovered that he could play guitar and sing and they're like, we're going to lean into this. I thought the exact same thing. I thought the exact same thing. It's like when they find out a a person dance, it was like, hey, Buffy, you you, you figure skate? You know how to yeah. ice skate? All right. Put it in. <laughs> now, here's the question. What is your favorite Giles? Is it Monster Giles? Is it Flaming Bat Giles? Is it Chainsaw Giles or is it mm. Guitar Giles? Mm. If we had to rank them. Yeah. I'm going Flaming Bat Giles because he was a man on a mission then, mm-hmm. full of vengeance. Chainsaw Giles because mm-hmm. uh, he was there to rescue people. He wasn't so much on a, on a vengeance, but he was there and he looked badass with the chainsaw. And the reveal of him pulling a chainsaw out of a bag was great. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> then I'll go Guitar Giles. I liked the Guitar Giles better at the espresso pump than Home Alone to nobody because it mm-hmm. seemed like really emo and like well you know what maybe demon giles is above guitar giles i like guitar giles at espresso pump don't like guitar giles at home demon giles was kind of funny yeah i think i think you would have to go flaming bat giles chainsaw giles then we could throw in like ripper giles uh oh ripper giles is pretty dope then we can throw in frustrated with buffy <laughs> Giles. I might put Ripper Giles at number three. Yeah. Like uh, Band Candy Giles. Yeah. And then, uh, well, Band Candy Giles is different than Ripper Giles. That's like young Ripper Giles. Yeah. Like him with Ethan Rain in Halloween is like oh, Ripper yeah. when he's just beating. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Him just being frustrated with Buffy. Buffy or Giles and Xander Giles is good Giles. Oh, least favorite Giles, I think, is uh, nervous incel Giles around fucking Jenny Calendar for forever when he was just like stuttering. Yeah, yeah. I hated that. You know what? <laughs> I know we're on a tangent here, but I do <laughs> like I don't like the nervous stuttery Giles of that era, the early two seasons. But mm-hmm. I do like getting knocked out Giles. <laughs> do you miss that? Yeah, he hasn't gotten knocked out in quite some time. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like angry at Xander, like quippy, yeah. sarcastic Giles a lot too. Yeah, we get um, some of that later in this too. Yeah. 
So uh, Giles is playing guitar at home, and then Spike just sh- appears, and Giles is like, "Oh, holy fuck! What the fuck is going on here?" <laughs> and Spike's like, "Dude, for a guy na- that used to be a watcher, you might want to actually do some watching. Like, I just showed up here. Like, <laughs> where's the locks on your doors, bro? Yo, you're not even trying to stay alive, Giles. Yeah, <laughs> ain't even trying." <laughs> But uh, Spike wants to know where Buffy is because he's got some information that Buffy could use. And Giles is like, what kind of information? And he's like, I got some files on Adam that I got from the initiative. And Giles is like, ooh, why don't you give them to me? And he's like, eh, you're kind of useless, to be honest with you. And I would rather just give them to Buffy. And I want money. And for in exchange for this, these files, I want money, blood, and a guarantee that I will not be slain. And Giles is like, I'll tell Buffy that uh, we'll make the deal. And he's like, what? Why would, what? Well, she doesn't respect you, dude. Why would, I'm going to tell her myself because I see how she treats you. She doesn't respect you. Even when you were her watcher and she had to quote unquote respect you, like she didn't follow your orders. Like, I'm, I'd rather just go straight to the source. And Giles is like, Oh, fuck. That's really mean, and that hurt my feelings. I'm going to get fucking wasted. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's all it took? Yeah. That's it? Well, he, he says, he's like, I see how she treats you. She doesn't treat you uh, like a watcher. And Giles is like, how do you think she treats me? And Spice like, she treats you like you're just a retired librarian. <laughs> and, and I was like, damn, bro. Yeah, those are, I guess, hurtful words, but not accurate at all based on what we've seen. Yeah, like they are always going to Giles, like, yeah. Giles, we need your help. They both just had moments where they've switched bodies and looked into each other's eyes and seen who yeah. each other are. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I mean, maybe play the card of like, hey, she needs you less because she has Riley now or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, play the father figure card thing. Like, he was really upset with Maggie Walsh. Another reason Maggie Walsh leaving sucks because... Mm-hmm. That was a fun dynamic because Giles like fighting for Buffy's like respect or whatever. This mm-hmm. this was like was that it, Spike? That was your plan? And like he turns to the bottle quick. Yeah, like if that's all it took, you were already on the precipice of, <laughs> of crumbling. You know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know why he already seemed so sad. Like he was already sad playing the guitar. It he should be like more it. like, is Buffy okay? She went to fight Faith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah alone yeah everyone's super chill about that yeah yeah so giles is now a wreck uh because he's not feeling respected by buffy mm-hmm. so then we go to willow and tara and they're playing with their new cat which is a very adorable cat cannot deny the adorableness of this a, tiny little cat adorable little kitten and it really randomly reminded me of when we were doing boys watching girls mm-hmm. and Marnie gets a kitten mm-hmm. and then we don't see it ever again. Yep. <laughs> but we randomly will see cat toys and stuff in the, <laughs> in the apartment. And we were like, what's going on? <laughs> Where'd that cat go? Is the cat safe? <laughs> Remember when they got those puppies in that show and they finally yeah. they got rid of them and we're like, whew, they just needed yeah. a line to say those puppies are safe because I was worried. Yeah, it was like four episodes deep before they <laughs> yeah. finally addressed like where yeah. the puppies went. I was we were like, like where the fuck are line. the puppies? Just give us a line. 
But uh, yeah, they're playing with the new cat and they're talking about which electives they're going to take. And and Tara's like, why don't you take a sophomore, sophomore psychology? And Willow's like, oh, I don't know about that after the whole Maggie Walsh situation. I might be psyched out. Tara's like, you're right, you're right. Why don't you take uh, some drama? And then Willow's like, oh, I can do drama. And they start talking about like where they're going to live. About the drama. And, okay. In an earlier season... One of Willow's fears is stage fright. Mm-hmm. In the Nightmares episode, she, her biggest fear is being on stage and she's singing with the opera singer or whatever, and she's yeah. freaking out. And here she's like, oh, I can do drama. And she does a little play acting with the cat. And I'm like, yeah, all right. This is the stuff yeah. that happens after four seasons. Yeah. <laughs> Even that like talent show episode with the dummy guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, she like, was like she was terrified. terrified. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. she's grown. She's matured. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like not a big deal. It's one of those things that happens in shows a lot where you're like, I thought you didn't like apples. <laughs> <laughs> then they start talking about like where they're going to live. And Willow's like, I might move off campus. There's some dope ass houses off campus. And and Tara's like, oh, I thought that you were going to. Are you going to move in with Buffy? And Willow's like, ah. Honestly, I haven't really talked to Buffy about this, you know? I haven't really talked to her about our housing situation. I know we moved in uh, less than a year ago, and I just always assumed that we would stay roommates forever all throughout college and even be old ladies playing bingo together, living together. But uh, lately, I don't even really feel like she's my roommate anymore. Like, she's always with Riley, and I'm always over here, so it's not a big deal if we don't move in together again. Two little nitpicks of this. When they first started college, not roommates for some reason. Yep. It was her and Buffy and Kathy. Didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I know they wanted to set up the roommate. Great stuff. I loved the roommate yeah, being Kathy. a demon thing, Kathy thing. Great. Very fun. Made no sense when they weren't roommates. Yes. <laughs> no way the two of them go to the same college and don't become roommates. Like, mm-hmm. you, you can sign up automatically when you go to college for that. Um Another thing is, she was like, I thought I'd just be living with Buffy all the time. You were dating Oz. You didn't think at one point that you and Oz would move in together? <laughs> right? Like, she was spending a ton yeah. of time with Oz. Like this whole- Yeah, I mean, even before Tara, she was <laughs> with Oz a bunch. Yeah. So you're yeah. like, I thought I would be with Buffy forever. Like, it's fine. It's just stuff they want to say to have, like, that little tease with those two. But it's no way she ever thought any of the things she just said she thought of. Fair. Yeah. Very fair. Yeah, that's all. So then uh, Riley shows up at Buffy's dorm and, you know, he's wearing Xander's gigantic fucking ridiculous pants. And Buffy <laughs> looks at him and he's like, yeah, Xander gave me these pants. It's laundry day. You know, and Buffy's like, are you is it OK for you to be here? And she said it right bef- as I thought it. I was like, how can he just walk on campus? And then Riley's explanation is so stupid. <laughs> so Buffy goes, are you sure it's okay for you to be on campus like this? The initiative, the entire government is after you. And he takes a walkie-talkie out of his out of his giant pants, and he's like, no, it's cool. I patched into the military signal, and I can tell when they're around or not. <laughs> and it only makes sound when I hold it up into frame. Yeah. <laughs> it's in his back pocket where he's not listening and it's not it turns out it's not a walkie talkie it looks like a flip cell phone later 
with one of those antennas and like some red wire wrapped around yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. And that's what it looked like. And when he gets the call at the when he maybe like, he's got one of those fucking out. like those, uh, remember those, chirp? Yeah, the next tell things. So <laughs> yeah. Beep, beep, burp, burp. Where you at? <laughs> <laughs> I remember those fucking commercials. Did you ever have one? I, I never had any. I never no, had one of those. I, I never even one. knew anybody that had one of those. I know a couple people that yeah. had them. Yeah, uh, that sound. It's burned. It's seared into my brain. Yeah. Chirp. Where you at? I just know that it was like marketed towards black people. I was like, this feels racist as fuck, dude. It's like how Sprite is now marketed to black people. Yeah, that's so weird. I didn't know. I was like, I've always enjoyed Sprite. I, is this like the black people soda since when? <laughs> they were like, all right. That's yeah, just like, I'm like, yeah, who's Sprite? our spokesperson? Every basketball player. They're like, oh. Mountain Dew's like, okay, we got the crazy like bikers and yeah we got dave mira yeah yeah uh, tony hawk and like charlie day yeah and now (laughs) sprites Sprites lebron yeah (laughs) every commercial has some black people dancing in it yeah i just don't get it i I mean they just said hey we're gonna market it that's it must be working but yeah um yeah good for sprite i thought in this point if you're the military, right? The initiative. Mm-hmm. How are you not having 24-7 surveillance on Buffy's locations? Yes. Like, you have a bunch of soldiers, right? Mm-hmm. I know you guys are busy, but have someone on Buffy's just watching it for Riley to show up, for anybody to show up, for Adam to come kill him. Install for... a, a soldier that lives across the hall from Buffy or whatever. There's a camera in... Uh, Riley's room for for watching him have sex. Mm-hmm. They had to stumble across that at some point. True. Like just install. It didn't know one else working in the college that's an undercover cover initiative member. Like Maggie not, Walsh man. was a teacher. Is there not another person? You can't have a RA or something. Yo, I was thinking about how stupid the whole college student. Like, why did they have to pose as college students at all? I, would, I know we brought that up before, yeah. but like it really, I was really thinking about it the other day. It was just like, that makes no fucking sense. And why would Maggie Wall spend time as a full-time teacher and be <laughs> running the most secret covert government <laughs> shit? I just, I don't get They're it. like, hey, man. can you work on Adam? Sorry, I, I got a class. I got, yeah. I got TA hours. Like, what? I got to go to a teacher's meeting. What? Like, f- what? Yeah. Just, I, just, like, just go, just walk in the secret entrance and just do it underneath the school. There's no reason to be working in the school unless there's demons in the school. Yeah. And I don't understand, like, what kind of information they could gain from being, quote unquote, students or professors. They didn't realize Kathy was one. Yeah. It is. So, it is wacky, dude. Going back to Sprite, though. Did you see that there's like a new Sprite called Starry? No. Have you seen that? No. It's like Pepsi's brand of Sprite now. And I was like, since when did this become a thing? I thought that Pepsi's brand was 7-Up. Really? Yeah. Because Sprite is Coca-Cola. Yeah. I don't know. Starry, everybody. This is where people tune in for their soft drink news. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, so... You know, Buffy's also kind of got, while she's talking to Riley about this stuff, she's kind of got like a thousand yard stare because she's still a little upset 
at you know angel yelling at her <laughs> your favorite scene yeah yeah which loses all of its luster in this episode honestly I was so pissed off at this. I had a feeling you would be, and I'm a little bit like, yeah. Like, even, uh, was it, who posted on Discord, like, uh, Joss's reason for writing that scene? Uh, someone, I'm not sure. I don't, I'm not gonna, but someone gave it. Somebody, yeah. Yeah, somebody on Discord posted, like, the whole speech with Angel in the last Angel episode is, Basically, Angel yells at Buffy, like, hey, stop coming to L.A. because this is my town and this is how I do justice here. And we're not going to do things your way if you're in L.A. Stay out of my city. Yeah. And this isn't even spoilery for Angel because they showed it in the beginning of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, on this show that you're not watching, flashback. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently the reason why they had that scene written in like that is because it was to establish that Angel as a TV show was going to be different than Buffy. And if you're expecting more Buffy type shit on Angel, that ain't it. It ain't happening. And the way and to prove like, that, the way to prove that is to have Buffy on Angel. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, yeah. I, and I talked about it on yeah. Boys Watching Angel, how much I loved that scene of Angel like standing up for himself. And then this episode happened and I was left incredibly frustrated. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. so Buffy tells uh, Riley like, hey, yeah, I mean, I'm a little I'm still a little upset at what happened to me when I went down to L.A. You know, Angel just has a way to like get in my head and like spin me, spin me around and everything. And Riley's like, you want to talk about it? And Buffy's like, it's a long story. And Riley's like, I'm a hobo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why don't you why don't you talk to me? Like at this point, he should be upset, not like, oh, my God, I think she slept with him. But like what the fuck did this guy do to her? He is a vampire. She's like, she went to see an ex. She told you she was seeing an ex like mm -hmm. that much. And her reaction isn't, I just had sex with him and I'm upset. <laughs> like, yeah. Her reaction is like, he beat me up or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. And Buffy's like intentionally very vague of like, Oh, he just upset me. Oh, he just got in my head. Oh, he just spins me around. It's like, you're telling, like it's like, you told him everything about this dude. Except for mm -hmm. the fact that you guys had sex once. Like, mm -hmm. how do you say that he turned bad? He even knows that he turns bad. Like, yes. how did you um, how did you purposely leave out how he turns bad? Like, yeah. that's not even like that crazy. Like, hey, there was a vampire. He was really nice. He helped us out. Uh, I had feelings for him. Obviously, she told him that she had feelings for him. Yeah. Um, We slept together. And he'd be like, mm -hmm. that's weird. But okay, I know that Willow's dating a, a werewolf. I'm open to that now. And then mm -hmm. he's like, and once that happened, he turned evil. And apparently yeah. he can't do that ever again. Wow. Guess what? Riley's not worried because he knows yeah. that you can't sleep with him because he turns evil. Yes. If Problem she had told him like, hey, if I fuck this guy, he'll turn evil. So I'm definitely not doing that again. <laughs> and I still uh. think I had a sex with him one time. But these. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, like, so if you do that, then it's like fine like there's no yeah. why like i don't understand how she purposely left out that one little sliver yeah so this episode could happen yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense because the show no. needs to happen <laughs> <laughs> riley needs to be more unhinged the last two yeah. episodes he's been unhinged well in this scene especially like you know that he knows yeah and he's just standing there kind of like a good guy not mad or anything at all like, we just saw him, like, pissed and sad about it. Yeah. But he just kind of is like, 
all right, I can tell you want to be alone right now. I'll leave. Yeah. And I was like, you should be like, hey, why didn't you tell me everything no, right that's, here? Yeah, it's the subtext thing where he's just like, all right, you're not going to tell me, are you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, he wants her to say it. Okay. That's yeah, what he's yeah, trying yeah. to do. Like, he doesn't want to just be like, Xander told me that you did this. Fair. Yeah. And she's she has so many opportunities. Mm-hmm. Well, if I ever give you a reason not to trust me. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude. By the way, I'm. <laughs> I can't wait to get I'm to that part. So, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so Riley leaves, and then Buffy's left there, like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm all fucked up. So then we go to Xander and Anya delivering clothes to Spike, uh, giving him some like initiative clothes and a gun, and Spike's like, oh yeah, I got a fucking gun now, and he points it at Xander, and he gets his little brain pain thing. And Xander's like, don't, and, and, and Xander's like, don't even think about doing that. It's a fake gun. And Spike it, is like. It's not even a gun that they use. Yeah. That's not military. That's not, <laughs> that's not military issued at all. Well, it's also weird because Anya's like, wow, you even get pain just like pointing a fake gun. Yeah. And Spike. I thought that Spike was, like, faking the brain pain for a half a second here. Well, he had the brain pain when he thought about hitting Xander with a wrench over his head. It's very... It's very however they want it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So then Spike comes up with this thing where I was like, where the hell did this come from? And why would anyone say this? And why would anyone believe this? And why would it be... Yeah, it's like, this is where the first two plans that Spike have. I'm like, I want to see better Yokoing. Yeah. Yeah. So Spike hints at, like, Xander going to join the army. And Xander's like, what are you talking about? I'm not joining in the army. And Spike's like, oh, well, I heard your mates talking about how you were going to join the army. and and But then you don't think that you should because you're, like, such a coward or something. And then Xander's like, I could fucking join the army. Uh, I forget how it comes up, it's, but Anya mentions yeah. that Xander's a Viking in the sack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, good on you, boy. <laughs> well, it was like, uh, yeah, I'm good at stuff. I'm like, I'm good at strategizing, scheming or strategizing yeah. stuff. I have, I'm not like a useless, like we're back at this, like, is Xander useless stuff that we dealt with in the Zeppo and other mm-hmm. episodes. And, even- and the Nightmare uh, episode from this season at the beginning yeah like so yeah it's just like okay and anya's like wait you're joining and i was like wait is i could see xander at this point in his life being like i had some military guy training yeah and i predicted before this season that he would somehow try to become a part of the initiative seemed mm-hmm. like a plot of he's like aimless doing random jobs mentions he was fired from starbucks yeah um, the one starbucks that town. one starbucks <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so I was like, okay, yeah, he probably did look into like, and this time you get those like those Marines coming out of the water commercials, like oh army yeah, commercials like join the Marines, and I could yeah. see him being like, fuck it, man, this will be some focus. I could get stronger, join the Army Reserves so he could get some training and then help Buffy out and her stuff a little bit or something like that. Because I'm sure mm-hmm. they have a military base like down the street from Sunnydale. Yeah, they have one underneath the college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I could see him doing it, but apparently he isn't. 
And one, I would no. think he wouldn't do it now because the initiative is so evil. Like beforehand, yes. he'd be like, absolutely, military. Now they're like, we're running from the government. So no. Mm-hmm. So it's so weird that he's like, flies off the handle about this part of it. Yeah, this one was like the biggest leap for me. Because he doesn't like, like Spike or respect Spike. So Spike's saying it. But it just shows like how insecure Xander can be and stupid he can be sometimes. Remember when Spike tries to kill himself and then he hangs out with Willow and them and he tries mm-hmm. to manipulate them and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, I could still manipulate people and that feels good. That yeah. was a better manipulation tactic. And like what he does later with Willow and Tara is so much better than like yes. these two. Yeah. But the boot camp thing was like, that was a reach. I feel it like there's really... so many other things. Like play up like, oh yeah, Xander, you always did have a crush on Buffy. Mm-hmm. Pit him and Anya against each other. Like, mm-hmm. that's something, like, he knows, like, I don't know, it's just like, they're not utilizing, because he just, he had a, a moment with Anya, the other, a couple episodes Spike. ago, when they were breaking up, like, yeah. so he would be dry, he would drive a riff there, because he knows they have a riff, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Yeah, the military, the Xander joining the army was way out of left field, and I was like, I was even confused watching, I was like, what? Did, What's did, happening? Did you find his enlistment papers? Because I thought yeah. him and Anya were going to start arguing about, like, are you planning to leave? Like, yeah, it would have made, like, and then I rationalized, like, oh, I could see how he would join the military because he's already got some yeah. military guy experience in his head and yeah. wants to be useful or whatever. But I was like, who? We never saw anybody talking about that. But then I figured, like, you know, it was a part of the Yoko factor or whatever. Yeah, but it's like, a, it's a reach. It's a reach. Yeah. Yeah. But then Xander's all pissed off and he's like, everybody's talking shit about me behind my back all because they're fancy college people. And I'm just some podunk hick hillbilly living in my mom's basement. And then Anya's like, oh, yeah, they all look down on you. And Xander's like, yeah, and they all hate you. (laughs) And And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Anya says something like, but at least they don't look down on me or something. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they don't respect you. And then Xander's like, they hate you. And she's like, well, at least they respect me, though. Yeah. Uh, and so then this is the start of Spike's little machinations coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we got Buffy walking around in the forest with her big electric ray gun. In the forest? <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, the character Forrest shows up and he sneaks up on her. And he's got a big giant electric ray gun too. I... That ray gun. Why does Buffy have it? I don't know. When did she? I thought they. I didn't. Riley fixed it. Remember? Yeah, but she's gone out on patrol before without it. Yeah, and is it like that's the only gun that can take down Adam? Like, why did they determine that that's the gun that they should have? I was so happy my prediction about this gun was right. Yeah, I predicted exactly what would happen if you shot him with this gun. Absolutely did. Um, because I've watched TV before and no. Not how things actually work, but sure, this is yeah. how it work on a TV show. Um, and also, why does I know Buffy is the Slayer, mm-hmm. but I would think the Initiative should be able to take down Adam by themselves. Yeah, I mean it's a whole army. Yeah, like get twenty of those guys with the electric. Ray, well, and, as we see later, the electric ray gun and only haven't... serves to power Adam up. Yeah, <laughs> and how do they not like? try to figure out a way to kill him yeah like they know how to kill him jonathan 
Yeah. Jonathan told everyone how to kill him. That is that is still canon. Well, do they remember all of that? I think that Jonathan said that the memories were fading. The memories were at the fading, end of that episode. But the information and stuff were happening. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure yeah. there's paperwork that says. Or was that just made up stuff in the Jonathan verse of like how he would take him down and it would have worked if it stayed in no, the Jonathan? No, I think that had to be real. Huh. Like, I think yeah. that's legitimately real. Maybe they forgot about it, but like Buffy's charging in like, I'm just going to find him, shoot him and call it a day. Like, yeah. <laughs> what makes <laughs> if it's that easy, all the soldiers can do it. Yeah. Yeah. But Forrest and Buffy have kind of a, a little debate and Forrest is like, I should take you in right now. And Buffy's like, I dare you to try. And Forrest is like, well, how about this? How about we just both go our separate ways and nobody will tell anybody about any of this. And Buffy's like, all right. And then so Buffy starts walking towards the cave and so does Forrest. And Forrest's like, oh, we're both going to the same cave. Uh, all right, well, let's tag team this. And then as they're walking to the cave, Forrest is like, I want you to know that none of this shit would have happened if it wasn't for you. Uh, you're tearing up the family, a.k.a. the initiative. You took my boy Riley away, and now everything is in turmoil. And I was like, all right, okay, that's a little bit of my prediction. Oh, this is the thing that could have happened four episodes ago. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, like... You're not the first girlfriend he's ever had. Big head, yes. skinny body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the line where I was like, when Forrest is like, he's not the, you're, you're not the first girlfriend Riley's ever had. That's when I was like, well, then Riley, why is Riley so sad and pissed that Buffy has dated people before or had sex with people before? Anyways, like, that's fucking hypocritical as shit. I don't know, man. Riley, dude, everybody's all over the place in this episode, well, I feel. It all starts with the fact that Buffy didn't say that she slept with her boyfriend, which you would have had to assume that was true. But mm -hmm. you, but even without that, you can't say I had dated a vampire. He was a good guy. But yeah. then he turned bad. I'm not going to tell you why he turned bad or how. But then I had to kill him. And then he mm -hmm. came back and he was good again. Like, you said all of that? And you didn't yeah. just say the sex part that's what yeah. you were worried about dude's yeah, living in a burnt down high school man her timing too about these stories are awful yes <laughs> her timing yes like, you're the lowest point in your life i got something awful to tell you dude that's what i said last episode i was like I dude think about the day riley just had she doubles down <laughs> on it this time dude when it rains it fucking pours dude <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, so then they make it to the cave and they start threatening each other. And then Adam shows up and he's like, oh, nice of me to like, uh, am I interrupting something? <laughs> you found my bat cave. <laughs> yeah. So then they start fighting Adam. And then just as you predicted, Forrest shoots him and it powers him up. And Adam's like, oh, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, electricity and he's a machine. Sure, short, short circuit him probably. But yeah. Of course, Dude, it's just gonna Joss, Joss stole this from his TV show and put it in the first Avengers movie when Thor shoots lightning at Iron Man and it powers Iron Man up and he goes, oh, isn't that interesting? <laughs> yeah. It's even in the forest. Like, <laughs> God <Yeah>. damn, Joss. <laughs> hey, you know, there's only so many ideas. True. Very true. That seems great in Avengers, though. Oh, it's the fighting. best. The hammer with, uh, on the Thor. shield. Yeah, Thor and Captain America and Iron Man in that forest duking it out. 
this is why they this is what marvel had done they had, they get directors that are good with character stuff and then they just run it through their like you know their animation yeah. and storyboarding for the action scenes but they need like i mean avengers has like a lot of dead time in the middle where they're just bantering on that ship and it's yeah. good stuff it goes on a little too long but it's good stuff because it lets you get used to the characters and watching tony and uh, captain america's thing and then thor stuff where he's like <laughs> i love the stuff where he's like oh that's my brother he's like he killed a bunch of people he's adopted like yeah. those are great like joke stuff like that um and that's what helped set the avengers and marvel off is like having those characters interact and being like good then mm -hmm. it's fine you can just throw them in movies people like them Bam. yeah and that's what he does with this these characters are good they make way too many episodes of the show. Like, not, not, I mean, these seasons are long. So, yeah. And now that's, that's just how out. TV was. Yeah. And they're just stretching out. Like, they're making Buffy do stuff that just so that plots can happen. Mm -hmm. Riley's pulling guns on werewolves, which you would never do. Dude, Riley's getting real liberal with his fucking gun waving around. <laughs> I don't blame the gun wave in this one, but also, you know, that's not going to do anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Forrest shoots Adam, powers him up, and then Forrest gets stabbed by Adam. R.I.P. the goat. Well, before that, <laughs> Buffy does this like spinning backhand punch on Adam. And she's mm -hmm. like, get out of here, Forrest. I can get it. And she gets tossed across the, the cave. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then Forrest just runs into the skewer. <laughs> <laughs> just... We get a forest she, kebab, baby. <laughs> she just runs right into it. Like, runs his chest right into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Adam gets the gun. He starts shooting at Buffy. And she runs away. Yeah, he zaps Buffy. And she's like, it does not power her up. Then she runs away. If that gun, if you could take a shot from it, and you could shoot a soldier with it, and they'll be, like, incapacitated, it's like a really strong taser. What do you think this thing is going to do? Yeah, I mean... Bring a rocket launcher to this thing. <laughs> maybe Buffy had thought, like I thought, like, you know, Adam's made of computer. If you super electrocute it, yeah. it'll fry the systems instead of power it up. I mean, that's what should happen, but I knew it would yeah. just power them up. Yeah, so Buffy runs away, and as she's running, she uh, does the horror movie trip and fall, and she slams her head on some rocks, and I was like, that was fucking brutal, dude. And then she just knocked out. Yeah, and, like, where's Adam? How come he didn't chase her and, like, kill her, bring her At, back? This whole point, I was just like, what? She just ran and fell? Like, aren't, like, the Slayers, like, good at balance and stuff? I mean, it would have been funny if it was just Adam brought her back and, like, killed her. And then he calls up Spike's like, oh, yeah, the rest of the stuff you don't need to worry about. Don't worry about it. Uh, we got it taken care of. Come over and I'll take that chip out of your head. Yeah, he's never taken that chip out of his head. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it was just like, wait. So Forrest basically committed suicide. <laughs> and Buffy was like, hey, I found Adam. Now I got to leave. Yeah. Like, what was your plan? You had no plan if you found him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so then we go back to Spike, who is at Giles's place. And Willow and Tara are there. And Spike gives them some floppy disks that uh, has the information on it. And... Uh, Willow puts the floppy disk into her laptop and she's like, oh, it's encrypted. And while she's looking at it, Spike notices that Tara is stroking Willow's hair and he's looking at it. He's like, huh, 
No. Oh, okay. That's Spike picks up on this before any of the Scooby Gang does. No. <laughs> and and Giles is very drunk at this point. Yeah, Giles <laughs> is fucked up. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure he's yeah. What? So my thing about last episode when I was like shocked when Buffy's like, oh yeah, the weirdness at, that happened when Oz showed up was because you know they used to have a really they had a tough breakup. That's why it was so weird. Mm-hmm. And I'd gone back um, to like take a soundbite from that episode, right? Mm-hmm. And I rewatched that beginning. And Oz comes. He's like, hey, let's talk. And then he leaves. And then everyone stands around while Willow and Tara have like the weirdest, deepest scene where Tara's like, I got to go back to class. Um, this is awkward. And, and Willow's like, no, stay. Like, don't go. Mm-hmm. They are all watching that, right? Nobody asks follow-up. No one sees that and goes, that was a weird reaction to your friend seeing your ex come and then getting sad. And then, like, Willow's looking at her friend Tara go and like, oh, my God, she's leaving. Oh, my God. And even you were like, oh, my bitch is gone. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, yeah, like, you guys didn't get anything from that? You guys didn't think that was a weird? It's not like It's not like Angel shows up. And then Angel leaves, and then Xander and Buffy are like, wait, no, Xander, don't leave. Don't leave, Xander. Like, it's just, like, you would be like, wait, are you two dating? Yeah. Like, they, that scene alone should have been, like, something going on more with Tara. And I well, will I will say that they usually do give Spike this, like, he can pick up on very yes. subtle things, like yeah. when he called out Buffy and Angel, yeah, yeah. That, like, a season or two ago when he was like, what are you fucking guys talking about? You're never going to be friends. You are love's bitch or whatever. Or, or even this season when he was like, yeah, Willow's floundering with Osgon. You guys yeah. are freezing. Yeah. Um, but this one is like, they're playing with each other's hair. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's been obvious when they've been around. Just like yeah. Faith picked it up. Yeah. Like how is the Scooby gang so oblivious? It's because they're all in their own heads about everything. I don't understand how Anya wouldn't have picked it up. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, Spike notices that, you know, the hair stroking is going on and then Giles is fucked up. And then, you know, Spike kind of chides him about his usefulness. And he's just like, oh, why don't you just stick to the bottle, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Spike manipulates Willow and being like, because uh, Willow's having a hard time. She's like, I don't think I can, I can unencrypt this like this is like super intense military encryption and spike's like ah, i figured that you wouldn't have been useful with this and willow's like what do you mean he's like well all your mates are talking about how you know you're not really into this kind of thing anymore and she, willow's like what do you mean I, i'm not into this kind of stuff and spike looks at her and tara he's like you know you're more into this whole uh wicca stuff these days <laughs> <laughs> they were like we set this up for so long and we're paying it off now yeah and willow's like what who said that and he's like well i i mean no i mean xander said that but he said that you're just like doing this wicked stuff you know because it's trendy and willow's like are you fucking serious dude yeah buffy says this wicked thing just a phase and yeah xander thinks it's trendy and yeah yeah i was like all right now this is good yes that's good spike yoko manipulation tactic um and it is funny that willow's like i can't just break through this encryption on a laptop i'm like you motherfuckers hacked into the initiative 
in like two mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah, she, Willow. <laughs> Willow did that. She shut down the entire power grid, and she didn't even do it. She just told Anya what to do. She's like, ah, here's how to do it. Yeah, like even if they did it, or if it was Adam that did it, whoever did it, they didn't think, oh, we can't do this. <laughs> well, I think. Are these floppy disks actually containing information? Or are they no. just because he faked like he was faking like he was? I think they should contain something. Yeah, but like just something like a, that was misleading, you know? Yo, they unencrypted, and it's the fucking Dennis Nedry. Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't say the magic word. <laughs> just Samuel L. Jackson. Damn it, Nedry. <laughs> Willow with a cigarette. Damn it. <laughs> I was like, oh god, you got you got you got a virus on my laptop. I had songs on there. <laughs> I have these really big, big MP3s that take forever to download. <laughs> oh, my porn. Oh, my porn. <laughs> my JPEGs. Well, I think that Willow did say it's her laptop. Yeah, it definitely is hers. Yeah. But anyway. So good spike manipulation to end this scene. Um, so then we go back to the initiative and like Colonel McNamara is walking through the 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 halls of the place. And he's like, oh, man. Cell capacity is maxed out. We have to start putting demons into multiple cells. And we see like demons like slamming against the glass and everything's going haywire. And then a distress call is happening. And it's like a guy on the radio like, Mayday, Mayday, we need help here. We're under attack. We need, we're under attack. And they're just listening to this and nobody's doing anything. Nobody's like, where are you? Where can we get you? It's just they're listening. And then the guy's like, we're, we're under attack. Oh, God, we're all going to die. Oh, he's dead. He's dying. And McNamara's just staring at a screen silently like, huh, that's crazy. I was like, how come nobody's like radioing, radioing into these guys to be like, where are you? How can we help? What's happening? <laughs> like, it's so clunky because like, why are they? Like, wh- yeah. why are they attacking this person? I don't know. But what pissed me off even more after the initiative guys hear this and do nothing is Riley has his little fucking walkie talkie and he hears it and he gets his little fucking vest and he's like, I'm going to go out and save people. Yeah. I was like, why is it on Riley? How come the rest of the initiative isn't doing anything? Like if it's not Graham and if it's not Forrest, there is no reason for you to put yourself at risk because these are the same people that are hunting you. Yes. Like Why if, is Riley helping the initiative, the people that drugged him, tried to kill his girlfriend, tried to kill him, imprisoned him? I I get wanting to help your soldiers and your team. Like, that, yeah. is, that is really what the military is. Like, it's like, once you're in it, you're in it for the people that you're in a foxhole with. Like, it's for the government. Like, we could say it's for the government, but it's like when you're with your team and you're like in the trenches, it's like, hey, that's my yeah. brother in arms. We've been yeah. dying and fighting together. So it's like... I could see that push of like fighting, you know, like the yeah. go. It's the people at the top that like suck, <laughs> like the the figureheads and the the guy on the TV that's in the the general in the suit. Like those are the problems. Mm-hmm. The soldiers are like there and like they're getting beaten up, and he hears that. Mm-hmm. But one, we've never seen them use walkies this way. I mean, yeah. he made a phone call last time in the last episode when they had a demon. Like, they flipped that demon over and he called him and like, oh, yeah, we're busy. We'll be there in, like, 20. Yeah. Like, Well, there was always, like, once Riley became known as a part of the initiative, he was always was, whipping out his cell phone. Like, yeah. hey, we got an HLT. Come on down yeah. for extraction. But and it wasn't, like, constant walkie chatter. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is, this is a real clunky way to get this scene together. 
yes, it is. And I, I felt like this inclusion was so forced mm -hmm. and didn't really add anything to the story. I was like, when, when this happens, I was like, man, what is going on that he has to be here? Like, yeah, this is a so, big deal. And then when, he, then when we find out why he's there, I'm like, that's it. This could have been an email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this could have been an email. So Riley goes to investigate what's going on and he sees a bunch of his like soldier buddies getting flung around and beat up and you only see who's doing it on the shoes. And then Riley shows up and he's like, hey, freeze. And the perp turns around and who is it? It's Angel. And Riley's like, oh, who the fuck are you? And then Angel's like, Oh, you must be Riley. And then Riley's like, yeah, who are you? And he's like, oh, we've got a friend in common. And then Riley goes, oh, so you must be Angel. And then for some reason. Can, can we just pause right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How? Why? Like, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, I yeah. think I mentioned. uh like last episode that like he had seen Riley before because he definitely at saw the her pump. at the espresso pump in the Thanksgiving episode when he came back. Like mm -hmm. they never talked. Willow's like, Hey, this is some guy. She kind of likes him, but that's not the issue. So he yeah. did see what he looks like. They never mm -hmm. interacted. And that's been a while ago. Mm -hmm. And Riley does not know what angel looks like. I guess he heard brooding words black all the time. How much info was she giving him to not say that she had sex with him? <laughs> she knows everything about him. She, she said everything but that. Has a long black what trench coat. You know, he's always wearing black. The hell? <laughs> Brown uh, hair about yay high. We got in a fight at the bronze. It was double guns and, and Darla was there. And like, he tried to do the I'm like, tell him everything or not everything. Like, he seems to know so much about this guy. Yeah. Um, so I don't know why this happens too, but Angel makes it seem like he and Buffy had sex while she was in LA. Yeah, it's for what he's okay. So he just found out she has a boyfriend, right? Mm -hmm. And he guessing it's Riley because no one said, or I guess no, I don't think she said the name. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how he knows the name, but. So he's there. So, of course, he's got a little bit of his weird I'm a stalker jealousy, right? Yeah. But the reason he's there isn't because of this problem. And he's come, he's coming to apologize, basically. Let's, let's get yeah. that. He's coming to apologize for what he did yeah. in the Angel show. Bunch but, of which is such bullshit. I fucking but hate that. It's definitely undercutting. Um, and But why is he going to... How is he going to do this apology after he kills them? Right, dude. Like, dude. Yeah, and like after he like makes it seem like he and Buffy had sex, like they start fighting and Angel is not holding back. He is chucking Riley around, dude. I love that he falls on those those aluminum tubes yeah, in the yeah. <laughs> that, that look like they're barely made of paper. Yeah, you know that this alley was just full of breakables. Yeah. It's like crates and aluminum. Um, and why why is the initiative attacking Angel? Yeah, I don't know. It's no way Angel can't just drive in to the school. Mm -hmm. Like, he has a car. He can drive 
park in the parking lot and walk right into the campus. He yes. does not have to sneak into Sunnydale. Yeah. And I don't understand. He's walking down the street and they're like, that must be a vampire. They don't know him. It's not yeah. like they saw Spike and his blonde hair. He's just some guy. <laughs> yeah. and they just attack some guy with trying to rob him. Like, how did this happen? Yeah, I don't know how the initial attack happened yeah. at all. And he's like, I was just walking and they just jumped me. And yeah. did he kill those guys? Because they Dude, those don't guys move. Are, yeah, they're they're down for the count, man. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what it is about Riley that makes him not down for the count, but Angel is beating the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And then Riley like tasers him and it's like, oh, okay, now we're back even. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> he just chucked you into like the loading dock where band candy was happening. Yeah. And he's just like beating the fuck out of you. And he tosses him into those barrels and they get all dented. And then Angel like leaves. And then the initiative truck comes and Riley's like, oh, fuck, I better leave too because they're after me. It's the funniest. Go back and watch that. When he limps off oh, down the alley, yeah. it is the funniest. Like he ba- he's barely moving and he's like hopping. <laughs> like it was like, wait, they're not going to see you? Dude, yes. That truck. I and, was. And here's the thing. So the truck's going to roll through, right? Mm-hmm. That truck got there after you did? Yes, dude. They got, I, why? Just stay. Just stay. Yeah. Also, you heard them being called on a walkie, right? So mm-hmm. you know that other people are hearing it. You have to assume other people are coming. Unless it was like down the street from you, which it shouldn't be because Angel is trying to go to the college, which is five miles away. Yes. <laughs> I would break up that five miles. It's so Dude, funny. the five miles. There's so some, some things that you just got to keep bringing up because well, they, like, they specified it. A little reminder. Yeah. This so, is a one Starbucks town. Yeah. The college is five miles away. <laughs> um, and it's just like, Riley, you know how to kill a vampire, right? Well, it's not a is, baton. In the- <laughs> it's another one of those situations where I'm like, Riley's killed a bunch of vampires before. Why is Angel so much more powerful and adept at fighting than all of the other vampires? Like, why is he so much more powerful? Because we've heard, like, the power rankings of demons in Angel. Yeah. And vampires are at the bottom of the list. Yeah. So, like, what makes Angel so special aside from having a soul and, like, being in touch with the powers that be or whatever? This is all stuff from Angel, yeah. by the way. Um, like, I don't know what makes him so special. It's not even like we... It's not even like the older you are as a vampire, the better fighter you are. Yeah. You'd think it'd be that. There'd be a little bit of something like that. Or like he, he's got more training. He's like one of the most evil vampires in the world. Like mm-hmm. he's more evil than the master to me. Like he's mostly when Angelus is Angelus, he is the most sadistic vampire. Yes. He's more sadistic than Spike, who has cl- killed two slayers himself. Mm-hmm. Um, It's interesting how vampires can be like. Some are just dumb, evil, and some are, like, actually thinking and plotting and, like, scheming. Like, Mr. Trick, he wasn't just, like, randomly, like, I'm just going to kill whatever. He's like, yeah, I'm going to hustle this way, make some money, scheme this way. Like, you are evil, but you're not, like, uncontrollable. Yes. Um, Even when Spike was evil, like, Buffy had worked with him and had conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, yeah, he's I mean, even the classic with, having Coco with Joyce. Joyce yeah. We need more of that, man. I know. How have they I've... not gone out for tea? <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I just didn't. This scene, like them knowing each other, them fighting. Mm-hmm. Who wanted this? 
Like, there's got to be a better way to have them meet up. Like, why not just have it happen in the dorm? Yeah. Outside of campus or something? Like, I think just because people wanted to see a tussle. They wanted to see, like, Riley, the good guy, this, like, white knight type going after Angel, who is, like, a broody, evil, quote-unquote, evilish guy, but not really. But they want to see the bad boy versus the good boy, I guess. We'll we'll be talking about white hats and white knights next in this Angel episode. (laughs) yeah dude (laughs) anyway there might be some sprite in that episode (laughs) (laughs) it's not a Mountain Dew episode oh no it's not (laughs) it's not (laughs) any episode with Oz is a Mountain Dew episode episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so Buffy returns home uh, to her dorm all beaten up because she fell on a rock and she's looking at herself in a mirror and she's like, oh, God, I'm all fucked up. (laughs) She's got a (laughs) gash on her head. Yeah. Yeah. So Angel comes and he knocks on Buffy's door and he's like, hey, can I come in? And Buffy's like, I guess. And he tries to step in and he's like, I'm going to need a little better than that. And Buffy's like, oh, yeah, sure. Come in. That made me think about like what it must feel like for them. You know, mm-hmm. like because we see him try to go in before and it's like that weird, like, vroom, 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 like portal yeah. thing. But like for him, like just the sense that like I can't come in, like yeah. <laughs> must be so weird. But I mean, I hate when they bring this shit up. <laughs> no, I hate it at this point. I fucking but, hey, this answers our question, though. You can get into the dorm building, but you yes. can't get into the other the actual dorm. Yes. So that's our apartment thing yeah. answered. You get into the vestibule. The common area is open. Yeah. So Buffy is like, what the fuck are you doing here, man? <laughs> like, are you here to say something more? You got some more hurtful things to say to me? I was like, you did fire off a shot at the end, too, though. Yeah. I mean, she was saying all kinds of hurtful things. Yeah. She, she even punched him in the face. <laughs> Not to get all schoolyard on you, but you did hit me first. <laughs> I think he even mentions that. Uh, he does a little thing here with the... Uh, riley or whatever but uh angel's like look no i'm not here for that and then riley shows up and he just is pointing a gun right at angel and buffy's like whoa 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 what's going on here boys, what's boys. <laughs> and then buffy's like hey riley angel isn't here he's not gonna hurt anybody and angel's like i just might hurt somebody he's looking at riley <laughs> And then they start fighting, and Buffy uh, and breaks like, it up. Dude. Like, how is there no surveillance on this room? Yep. <laughs> you would have caught a vampire that just beat up a bunch of people. You would have caught Riley. You could have caught Buffy. Dude, you would have caught Riley, who is in initiative garb. Like, he's not even, like, incognito. He's not even wearing, like, Xander's goofy pants. He's fully dressed like a member of the initiative. armed. With a gun. (laughs) Like, even if not the initiative, cops could be here like, oh, what the fuck? The thing that happens at the beginning of this episode is, like, that military colonel is like, oh, her? Don't worry about her. She's just some girl. And then they do that match cut thing that I thought they were going to keep doing this episode where Spike's Mm -hmm. like, Adam, she's not just some girl, you know, yeah. like, and I was like, yeah, dude, she's not just some girl. Like you saw her come in. You guys put her on the team. Like mm-hmm. you guys need to take her out. Yeah. I don't know why they're like, she's just some girl. They know that well, she's, she's the, not the slayer. Yeah. Like, they all have reports on her now. I, I don't know. But anyway, so 
Riley and Angel start fighting, and then Buffy's like, gentlemen, please, and just shoves the fuck out. They both go flying. Yeah. I was like, damn, dude. And then (laughs) Buffy's like, Riley, now that we're all calmed down, I need to talk to Angel for a minute. And Riley's like, I'm not leaving the room. And then Buffy's like, all right, well, we'll go outside. (laughs) It's like, what was the point of that? The smirk. (laughs) That Angel yeah, gives dude, him yes, it's so, so good. good. That look is like, I just took your girl. Yes, <laughs> like, it was the most smug, like, wink at Riley, like, man. It was just, great. David Boreanaz, just, this Angel is good Angel. Like, this is a fun version of Angel. But it doesn't make any sense why he's here, and I no, hate it why he is yeah, here. Yeah, no, no. So they go out into the hallway, and... Buffy's like, what the fuck are you doing here, man? You know, last episode of Angel, I came down to L.A. to help (laughs) you with Faith. And you yelled at me and you scolded me. You told me, don't come to my fucking city because it's your town. And now you come here to my city and you're going to lay out some justice, start beating up my boyfriend. And Angel's like, I only came to say I'm sorry. (laughs) And I was like, fuck you. Yeah. He's like, I was trying to make things better. I, w- I was trying to make things better. And then they both start laughing. And uh, he's like, I came up to apologize. And I was like, why are you two laughing? They start laughing at something. No, they start laughing at something else later. Which is kind of fine because we want to show that they're still... Like, they're trying to... It's weird because, hey, they wrote the thing in Angel to be like, hey, we're separate. And Angel has to go on and live his own life. Angel's speech it, in that episode of Angel is so good and it, so impactful. And then knowing why it was written, you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Let's separate it and like, hey, he has to move on. She has to move on. We've tried to do that. That's why you left in the first place. Yes. So we're at the end of a whole season. We're about to set this off. Then he comes back. and He's like, and I felt like they were like, well, well, I don't know, because one, I don't think everyone's watching Angel, even though it has big numbers. Yeah. Like. I don't think all it's got, Buffy be- it's got better numbers than in Buffy most. Yeah. But I think if you're a Buffy fan, you're not at this point like going to turn on Buffy because of mm-hmm. what happened in Angel. But then they kind of want her to get like a, a last word, too. So he apologizes. And then she goes, oh, thanks for that. But no, you were right. So it's yeah. like, OK. And then like he's walking off and she's like, he looks back and he's like, you know, Riley, your boyfriend. I don't like him. And then they smirk and it's like, of course you don't. Like, it's a fun yeah. little moment. And I will say this. Quietest dorm ever. Yeah, dude. Yes. Nobody is walking around. No one's going in and out from the bathroom. No one has their door open blasting music. Yes. Like, Nobody going to take a shower. Nobody going to take yeah. a poop. Nothing. Like, no one's just, like, throwing a ball around in that little quad section. Like, there were more people in the hallway when... Uh, she got raided and they raided in there and like shot the smoke. Yeah. It was like everybody. Smoke well, bombs everywhere. What is it? Spring break? Is everyone gone? Like what's happening? Yeah. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I just, so I hated this scene where Angel came up to apologize because as I said, like that Angel at the end of the last episode of Angel, he gave Buffy a speech of like, you know, I get that you have a new boyfriend and you have this whole new good life and you come down here and you it's like you're rubbing it in my face. And I and it's great that you get to move on, but I can't because if I move on, you know, I turn into Angela. So I'm trying to, like, work through this. 
and then you keep coming down here and you keep fucking with my life stop doing it you're not allowed in my city go home and i was like yes okay he has great points here it's really impactful it's really emotional and you really start to feel for angel and then when he comes up and he's like i'm sorry that was way too harsh and like in the middle of all of this like fighting and demon stuff and then he fights her boyfriend for no reason and he fights the initiative for no reason and it's like you just undercut the emotional gravitas of that scene in angel and i hated it he doesn't need to be in this episode no not at all he doesn't add anything except for like fighting riley which nobody wanted to see yeah and him coming back and fighting riley to apologize about saying i don't like the relationship stuff is clunky at best yeah (laughs) like like she's like oh and she doesn't even rip him to be like oh great way to apologize beating him up to like beating my boyfriend half to death i think that she does mention that she does she like maybe she does but like yeah that but like yeah Yeah. like angel what are you doing man um yeah and i just did one i I agree we don't need this like it Mm. left like they have like we can't go on too much in the angel stuff, but there's a fight that they had earlier before when she left, and it was like really low. Like mm-hmm. when she left, it was like, man, that sucks, dude. Like they left on bad terms. Mm-hmm. He didn't go back and apologize then. And the only time he should be in Sunnydale is for major, major issues. Like yeah. he came back for that Thanksgiving one, which I thought wasn't that big of an issue. Yeah, he didn't need to be there for that one either. Yeah. Um. You bring him back for something major. Yeah. Like, and it's just, when he showed up in this one, I was like, oh, he has some news. He's like, something That's what I is coming. That's like, what I thought. It was Adam, be like, has re- bad. Adam has re-resurrected the mayor. Like, something <laughs> big. You know, like, give me something. But yeah. not like, I'm just wanting to say sorry. You're like, oh, come on, man. We got a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then Buffy, you know, Angel leaves. And Buffy goes back into her dorm room with Riley, who's there, and he's all pissy. Um, so then we go to Adam. He's got his Ethernet cable in his head. <laughs> when he slaps that like metal face part closed, it's so funny. Yeah. It makes a noise, too. It's yeah. like, <laughs> <"Quick."> <laughs> uh, Spike shows up, and he's like, uh, you know, I, th- that was cool. I freaking feel it in my bones, like when I'm manipulating these people, and everybody's at each other's throats now. Uh, you know, I can feel it in my bones. It feels good. Uh, I, I call it the Yoko factor. Roll credits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. I was like, oh, they're gonna actually say it. Yeah. Not only and, that, they just go on to describe yep. the Beatles and Yoko. Yep. Uh. So Spike's like to Adam, you know who the Beatles are, right? You know who Yoko. Tell me who Yoko is. You know who Yoko and the Beatles are. Well, the Beatles were like this bad, this super group that, uh, you know, they they could have ruled the world and they were so good and they were so popular. And then John Lennon started dating this girl named Yoko. Uh, and then they broke up and everybody blamed Yoko. But it really wasn't Yoko's fault. It was everybody else's insecurities. And she just happened to be there. And Adam's like, I know who the Beatles are. I like Helter Skelter. And then Spike's like, oh, of course you do. <laughs> but he's also very happy. He's very pleased that Spike separated the Scooby-Doo gang. <laughs> and Spike's like, all right, yeah, I did it. You're going to get this chip out of my head now? And Adam's like, 
Oh, not yet. I need one more thing from you. And it's like, what more do you want from this guy? <laughs> I wish that was more dramatic than it was. I need yeah. something. And it cuts and it's a close-up of Spike. Like, what could it be? I'm like, I don't know what you're doing anyway. Yeah, I don't know what the master plan is. <laughs> yeah, so like one more thing doesn't matter to me. <laughs> uh, so then we go back to Buffy and Riley talking. And my God. <laughs> Anytime we get a scene of them in the dorm room talking, you know you're not going to get what you need out of it. Yep. So Buffy and Riley are like, hey, we need to have a little chat. And Riley's like, boy, do we. And Buffy's like, I got something to tell you, Riley. And Riley's like, no, 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 me first. And then Riley's like, all right, so you went down to L.A. You met up with Angel, and then Angel comes back here. So I just want to say, Buffy, if you're going to break my heart, do it fast. And Buffy's like, what? And he's like, yeah, I see. You know, it, it, I get what happens between exes. Like, some, you always will hold a candle for them. You always like have some kind of special feeling for your ex and you went down to LA and you know, I don't know what happened in LA, but if you're going to break up with me, just do it. And Buffy's like, do you think I cheated on you with angel? And Riley's like, I mean, kind of, I mean, I heard from Xander about what happens when angel turns bad and what the trigger is it's you having sex with him and then i come back over here and i see angel and he's uh he's fucking up my men and he starts beating me up and buffy's like that wasn't angel bad that was that's he's good he's good right now and Riley's like are you fucking serious that's him on a good day yeah <laughs> and then this is where buffy says riley i can't believe you would think this about me have i ever given you a reason that you can't trust me. And I lost it. And you admitted something in in her talking. Is when he says, when Riley says, yeah, Xander told me about what happens with turns them evil. And she's like, oh my God, Xander, that son of a, he spilled yeah. the bean. I'm like, don't you dare get mad at Xander. Yeah. How yeah. did you leave this out? Yes. How did you leave this one portion out? It's clunky it how Xander says it. It's clunky how he comes out and says it. But, like, it is no way that you told him about Angel. The reason you're afraid to tell him about tell him about Angel is because you slept with him. Mm -hmm. So when we see the end of the last episode and you're saying, I'm going to tell you about Angel and I'm going to tell you some stuff that you don't like. Mm -hmm. You have to be telling him that you had sex with him. Yeah, dude. It, what, what, what did she tell him? I have Wait, no idea. Did she say I dated him, but nothing happened, nothing physical? I'm a chast. Like, what did she say? <laughs> so then when she gets mad at Xander, I'm like, oh, my God. So one, you omitted something. Yes. In this thing that you told him before mm -hmm. you left to go see this person, right? Mm -hmm. So you lied. And then yeah. you say, have I ever given you a reason not to trust me? See previous statement. <laughs> like, Dude. Like, <laughs> Dude, not even that. Their whole relationship, she was, like, keeping that she was a slayer a secret. She was keeping a, a bunch of other shit a secret. I'll give that she, a pass because he's keeping initiative stuff a secret, too. Okay, but Those are it's also, like, a lot of secrets have been kept be between Riley and and. Oh, uh, you're friends with Spike? Buffy. You were hanging yeah. out with Spike? Hostel yes. 17 that you knew we were after? And you're just 
hanging out in a room with them. Mm-hmm. Like it's there's so dude. much stuff. There's so many reasons for like I don't even know why Riley would stay with her at this point. Well, the whole faith thing too, where he. Yeah. She didn't tell him everything about faith. She didn't tell him everything about faith. She left out the parts about Angel. She's doing a lot of lies by omission. Yes. Yes. Lies by omission. That is what it is. And it's just like the nerve of Buffy. <laughs> the fucking nerve, dude. That's what I was watching this episode. And I'm just like, Buffy is the worst. The fact that she didn't tell him that. Like, there's no reason for her not to. And yes. then... This happens next. And then she's like, have I ever given you a reason to not trust me? And Raleigh says, no. And he says, but it's just, I'm so in love with you that I can't think straight. And then they hug. And she's like, ditto. <laughs> yeah. Then they hug. And then as they release from the hug, Riley's like, I'm finally feeling good. And Buffy's like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Bottle up that feeling because you're going to need to take a double dose of it later. <laughs> and Riley's back to looking at her like a fucking golden retriever. He's all happy. And Buffy's like, all right, it's my turn to tell you something, Riley. And Riley's like, what is it? And Buffy goes, Forrest is dead. <laughs> no, should I walk you back to the burnt down high school? <laughs> you didn't hear that on your makeshift radio. <laughs> God, this show. And then Riley the show. just puts his head in his hands. <laughs> and she's like, it wasn't me. I mean, Adam killed him. I saw it all happen. I was there. <laughs> I couldn't do anything, though. Adam killed him. And Riley's just sitting there. And Bubby's like, you okay? And Riley's like, I gotta go. <laughs> and she looks like, what? What do you mean you gotta go? Exactly, dude. She looks like, what? Are you serious? You're leaving me? Like, he just found out his best friend died. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was such a funny scene. Like, of Riley being like, all right, we're back on good terms. Oh, by the way, your buddy's dead. I saw it all happen. My note says, tells him about Forrest now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I'm hot. I'm sweating Dude, right now because of how This is my I'm favorite fucking... kind of episode to talk about where it's like... Yeah. Silly but entertaining, and just got that one thing that just bothers you. It doesn't oh, make yeah. sense. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was watching the episode. I'm like, yeah, no one's really mentioning Forrest. Like, when is she gonna bring that up? Like, yeah. that should be like the thing that she's worried about. Like, how am I gonna explain this to him? <laughs> I mean, and it's just like when Riley's having a bad day, dude. She will pile it on. So heavy, dude. The last... <laughs> like, I know you were like, oh, Riley's plain, he's boring, he's all that. But, man, they've, they've shit on that character for two episodes straight. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing good is coming from this Buffy relationship. Even when they're having sex, they get sucked into, like, a death spiral. Like, a yeah. ghost thing. 
Oh my god. Well and then before that they had a body switch rape situation. Like <laughs> yeah. Riley should run as far away from Buffy as possible. Have I ever given you a reason not to trust me? Like the time when I didn't tell you fully about Faith. <laughs> oh my god. And that she's a murderous girl. <laughs> Come. Like, what is it about Buffy that's keeping Riley? The the only way they could have made the scene better if she poked him in his wound. <laughs> Did I get your you mind can't off leave. Of <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> what oh. use are you to me leaving poke? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, this episode is <sighs> so long. All right. Oh my um. god, dude. You're leaving after I told you your friend died? You should stay. Are we not yeah. having sex? What's happening? What, you don't want to have sex and then leave? have it lead to some other demonic possession type deal? You don't want the initiative to just storm into the dorm while we're having sex? Oh, my God. God. <sighs> so, anyway. <laughs> this show, man. <laughs> so, now we go back to Willow at Giles' place, and she's still trying to... Uh, break the code on the floppy disk and she's like I don't think I'll be able to do it dude like this could take days weeks months years and then Giles is wasted and the gang is there now mm-hmm. and Giles like, yeah. is like fucked up and he's like I wonder whatever happened to Latin you know you know, it didn't make sense but at least we used it or something. it was like okay yeah I mean and then yeah, Buffy Xander read some Latin words and a book got on fire. So I think you should stay away from Latin <laughs> facts. So then Buffy's like, well, you know what? I think I'm going to go back to the cave and find Adam and beat him up. And Giles is like, what? You're going to go back to the cave? Why? So Adam can kick your ass again? <laughs> facts. <laughs> yeah. And Buffy's like, ouch, Giles. And he's like, what? I mean, you're, you're never coming. You never train with me anymore. Because this is part of Giles' insecurity about being uh, useless. Yeah, because his training was so vital. Every yeah. training scene we saw was like, she punches him extra hard. And he's like, I think we're done for the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then this is where everybody starts to let their insecurities fly. So Xander starts getting in his feels about how they all left him to go to college. And they uh, find him useless. And he's just a guy without superpowers. And then Willow is like, well, you guys are just all pissed at me because I'm dating Tara now and and all this shit. And then Tara and Anya are like, we outie. We're leaving. It would have been better because Tara and Anya go to the bathroom and we just cut to them and they're just like, how long is this going to last or whatever? Yeah. It would have been a better scene if like instead of it just being the two like girlfriends, if it was Mm -hmm. also Riley up there. (laughs) <laughs> that would have really made it. It was like, oh, like, you guys feel left out. Let me tell you about my last two days. They're <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh my god, they're always fighting. Like if he was just in that little like quote unquote hen circle, but because mm-hmm. they're just there and they're like, oh my god, I, I forget what exactly what they say, but they're just like hiding. No, they say like, them. man, I wonder how long this is going to go on for. Yeah, and then they go back and they're fighting, and you know, Xander feels like he feels stupid and. Giles is wasted and Willow feels left out and Buffy's like, well, what are you guys going to do for me? Let me ask you what's happening. And then Giles is like, I'm going to bed. I'm fucked up. I'm wasted. He walks upstairs and then 
Willow says something to Buffy about, like, you can't handle Tara being my girlfriend. And Xander's like, yeah, and you can't handle me not going to college. Wait a minute. Tara's your girlfriend? And Willow's like, yeah, how have you guys not noticed? <laughs> or, or or he says, Tara's your girlfriend? And then off screen, Giles yeah. just goes, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz is great in this because beforehand uh, Xander's talking about boot camp and he's like oh well, I'm just going to be like Fort Dix and yeah. Giles loses it he's like ha, Fort Dix uh. yeah um, and then J- Xander's still like feeling insecure about like everybody forgetting about him because he doesn't go to college and then Buffy's like alright you know what We, you all want to be a part of the team you all want to do this yeah, let's go together. Let's go to the cave right now. And let's all kill Adam. And what are you two going to bring to the table? I'm the Slayer. You guys, what are you, what, how are you going to possibly help me? How could you possibly help me? And at this point, I was like, wow, Buffy really is the worst. Because they've helped her non-stop. Non-fucking-stop. Remember last fucking or two episodes ago when you were in the sex world and Xander and and Willow were saving you? And remember like all these other times where Xander and Willow were helping and saving you and all this shit? Get the fuck out of here, Buffy. Who do you think gave Angel his soul back? Yes, dude. Who who saved you when your roommate was sucking your soul out of your body? (sighs) It's like they keep wanting to do this thing and it even does the thing that we are a little tired of where she's like xander you're staying here you can't go with me you can't help i'm like you have dragged me to sneak into the initiative twice yes now when i try to go you're like you can't go you'll get hurt and then it's like hey we're going after adam he's like stringing up demons and gutting kids all right let's just walk through the forest together us four yeah like stop like we got to stop with the like hey you guys can't come you might get hurt i can't fight with you guys around it's like you do it all the time. You yeah. guys, are, you guys are half the time on patrol together and just—I mean, shooting the shit. Yeah, like walking through graveyards, talking yeah. about boys. Giles isn't even locking his door anymore. Yeah, he's got a—he's like, got a sign in. outside. All that, all that want to come in can. Like, <laughs> I mean, I would have loved if Willow and Xander were like, "How could we possibly? What do you?" Here, here's all of the, here, I helped you at this point. We helped you at this point. We helped you at this point. We Remember, you specifically ask us. Remember when you asked me to, like, do the mayor shit, like, to military strategize. Remember when you asked me to do this spell to help you get through all of this stuff. Remember when you switched bodies with Faith and Tara figured it out? Yes. And I had an orgasm nether region realm <laughs> search to come up with a way to change back. Yeah. Remember that happened? If it wasn't for me, you'd still be stuck in Faith's body, shipped off to England right now, you fucking bitch. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I just don't... Like, I get that you want the riff, but they're saying things that are so disprovable. Yes. And that it just like, so annoyed me. They, they didn't do the gray area thing. No, they did not. Like, hey, you find me useless. I don't find you useless. Like, the college thing with Xander is, like, there. You know, yeah. you have the willow with her like girlfriend and and the way that uh, the way that Buffy reacted last episode was like, I knew she wasn't really cool with this. Yeah. And it's like, you think I'm going to be with you forever and be your lackey. I don't think you're my lackey, but you only like if Willow's arguing that you only use me because of my witchcraft and mm-hmm. like you don't value me as a friend. 
Like mm-hmm. that could be yeah. some stuff. Yeah, you're off with Riley now. I never right. see you anymore. You never ask me how I'm doing. You didn't even know that I was fucking yeah. dating or with Tara. Spike figured that out before you. Like how they like, like there's stuff that you can play around with here, but they just kind of make Buffy awful. Yes. They make Buffy terrible. Yeah. And then she hits him with another low blow. And she after she's like, How could you possibly help? And Xander and Willow are stunned silent. Buffy goes, Hmm. I'm beginning to understand why there's no ancient prophecy about a chosen one and her friends. It's just the chosen one. And then she just storms off. And I was like, that was so low and unnecessary and does not help the situation at all. And it's one of those things where like that whole speech that Spike was going when he was talking about how Yoko, like Mm -hmm. I wasn't the one to break it up like yoko didn't break up the beatles they were already having a riff and they blamed her you know like it's kind of that thing where he's like i was just like pulling out stuff that was already at the surface and then like willow's like no this has been going on for a long time like she said that but i'm like it hasn't but (laughs) i don't know it's just some of the stuff they bring up i feel like there's ways to do it but the way they do it just makes buffy come across bad and it's not like it's not like willow's being absurd or Mm -hmm. Xander has a point, but he's also being bad. Like, there's ways to do this where everyone's wrong. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, it's a gray area, and they, they're, they've been pissed off at each other before. Yeah, and with good reason, too. Yeah. Like, like, this doesn't feel like good reason, and it does make Buffy incredibly unlikable. And I don't, like, I don't want to see her succeed. Like, the last couple times that we've seen Buffy, like in the Angel episode, I was like, I don't really like Buffy. I'm Team Angel on this. And then this episode where she's like, how she's like gaslighting Riley. Like, how could you not trust me? It's like, because <laughs> by the way, been... your friend died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know how I can't trust you? It's because you've been untrustworthy. <laughs> and then you tell your best friends that they're worthless after they've like bailed you out a bunch of times. Like, sure, Buffy has bailed them out. They've been in danger. They're obviously not as powerful or as adept at fighting demons as Buffy is. But they have helped, and to call them worthless is so such a low blow and not true. It was like when I brought up that she doesn't, when she, the episode where she lost her powers, and she was like, oh my God, I'm just like, like you, Willow. And they never called her out for like, complaining about being a slayer losing her powers and being a normal person and then being like i can't stand being a normal person yeah and i would admit willow like this is how i live my life all the time this is like yes. her pre-witch powers you know mm-hmm. um and i'm okay i'll say this i'm okay with them having a riff and splitting up yes. i think that's fine yeah i think that's a hundred percent it just needs to be grounded in truths though something yeah and then like the angel coming in muddies it because i think if angel doesn't come in this fight happens around that scene and then Mm -hmm. they kind of like come back together at the end you know how like they always argue and then like they kind of come to like an agreement but there's still some tension yeah i mean other episodes last season was just like oh yeah we fought somebody we're fine we're all friends now we're good (laughs) like we're good um but yeah i like that they had some tension i just didn't love the way that they did it yeah i'm with you yeah um, so after Buffy storms off, we go to a scene of Adam in his cave and then Riley shows up and Adam goes, I've been waiting for you. And then Riley's like, now I'm here. And I was like, to be continued. I was like, what? 
Yeah. What? 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 <laughs> what is the plan? Here? Was 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 Forrest like the only thing holding Riley back from going full evil or something like that? <laughs> now that Forrest is gone, he's like, fuck it, I might as well just join up with Adam. Maybe we'll get the, the answers of what's on that floppy disk now. Yeah. This was, this felt like a really weird tag. It was so quick. Yeah. I, I did not expect him to leave there and go there. Yeah. You know, yeah. remember at the beginning of this episode, I was like, I like this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just had some issues with it. I mean, it's it's got... Yeah, I don't know. It's just like some moments. Like, I don't... I enjoyed watching the episode itself, but I was just like, wait, what? Like, yeah. if I was binging, if we were binging the show, I'd be like, I'm watching the next two. Yeah, of up. course. It's like, I need yeah. to see how they resolve yeah. this. Yeah. I need to see that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that is... Uh, that's that for the Yoko factor. Uh, you got anything else to say about this episode, Vance? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I think we really delved in pretty deep. Yeah. Uh, next episode is titled "Prime Primeval." Is that? Am I pronouncing that? It's it's Prime V A L. No. Primeval. Primeval. Primordial? <laughs> Primordial? Primordial? This is where people realize we can't read. Yeah, this is where, you know, I've been discovered to be illiterate this whole time. Hold on, let me go. Who wrote those, who wrote those show notes that you posted on Discord? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hold on. Yeah, Primeval. I just went to Google and had it pronounce it for me. Primeval. <laughs> um... Um, primeval is usually some ancient evil, right? I feel like it's like, does it like primitive, like primitive type of thing? Uh, hold on, let me look at the dictionary meaning of relating to the earliest ages um, of human history, ancient or primitive, yeah. primordial, and all that stuff. Yeah. So it, that's, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea, dude. I think it's gonna be. Adam showing Riley his programming or like what kind of Manchurian candidate mm -hmm. stuff that he's got programmed into him. And it's going to take him back to like his uh, or, or and it's also because remember, Adam was talking to Spike about how he wanted him to go back to his like fury state and feral animal type thing. Maybe it's a little bit of that kind of shit. We have what, two more episodes left, right? Yeah, I think so. And what if it's just an all spike flesh <laughs> to him killing the two slayers before? Uh, I don't know. Actually, I, I, I don't really know what this is going to be. Um, yeah. Adam and Riley, that's the thing that we got to yeah. think. Like, I'm, I'm less concerned about the Scoobies. Uh, yeah, that's just... They got to blow up the initiative, too, at the end of this somehow. Mm. Oh, I hope we get to see... I don't think we will, but I want to see Ethan Rain break out of that initiative prison. Oh yeah, well he's like been yeah, sent to Tucson or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just, I just want to see that dude get away. Yeah, I like that guy. He's too yeah. cool to be locked up for forever. I just want him out in the world so I know that he can pop in anywhere. You know. Same. Yeah. All right, so that is it for the Yoko Factor, everybody. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. If uh, you could please give a 
five-star rate and review on Apple Podcasts or a five-star review on Spotify and screenshot sends to my DMs at Joe Elke. You'll get a friggin' sh- 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 shout out. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, you could follow the Instagram at Boys Watching Buffy. You can email in boyswatchingbuffy at gmail.com. Join our Discord where we have all kinds of lively conversations, not just about Buffy, uh, about a bunch <laughs> of stuff musicals, <laughs> anime. I, I never know what the conversation is going to like spin off to. Like, yeah, I'm think, always surprised that it spins off to some other tangent. I think the last episode we got into, like, are werewolves considered people and, like, <laughs> the logistics around that. So it's it's an interesting debates go on yeah. there. Um, and it's very fun. So definitely hop on that Discord and uh, join our Patreon at uh, Boys Watching or Patreon.com backslash Boys Watching Buffy, where we do Boys Watching Angel and we will be doing that Cocaine Bear review reaction recap all that kind of shit and uh that'll come out in a couple days and uh yeah i think that's everything right that's it all right thanks for listening one more time and stay tuned next week for when we talk about primeval given you any reason to feel that you can't trust me no seltzer kings podcasts